like lambs to the slaughter. It is worrying how often, in recent times, every time the country goes through a major event, the government makes a change and creates a new law. It's come up in conversation and on social media and television, and it's been gnawing at me all day. I felt conflicted for the sneaking suspicions I had about our Prime Minister, a woman whose light has shone ever brighter since the Christchurch massacre and has increased since she and the Director General of Health, Ashley Bloomfield, have fronted the media and given the nation clear and concise directions via the almost daily updates since the alert levels was first mentioned. A few people have said how difficult it is to raise any criticism of the Prime Minister, who has been praised by many around the world, both for the way that she steered the country through the Christchurch massacre and then the Fakadi White Island disaster, and now in these coronavirus times. I hesitated to write about this and kept putting it off because Jacinda Ardern has done and is still doing a sterling job as Prime Minister. She has won legions of admirers and some of them are very famous. She has remained calm and pleasant throughout every interaction. Her eyes might flash, but she has never lost her temper and is quite naturally a very polite and considerate person. She has remained approachable and is willing to explain many times the reasons why the country had to go through lockdown and the different alert levels. As of now, New Zealand is at level two, and the Prime Minister and the Director General have spoken at length to clarify what can and cannot be done in level two. Barbers and hairdressers around the country have been open for business since midnight. Conditions for level two could be altered as the days progress, but we will be updated if that happens. For now, the country is a boil with eagerness to get the businesses going again. Dr. Ashley Bloomfield comes across as a low-key, approachable and kindly man. He is articulate, with an answer for almost every query. He has a deliberate way of speaking and a calm demeanour that eased the nation's fears about this unknown and deadly coronavirus. Intelligent eyes peer out through his glasses in his willingness to address everyone that speaks to him with a seriousness that assures them they have been heard. His humility when he says that he does not have the answer yet 
but will get back with it once he does. One gets the idea that there are no hard questions, and he gives the impression that he takes the disease and his role in protecting the public very seriously. People trust him. This even-tempered, unassuming man has won some die-hard fans that have put his face on a t-shirt and shopping bags as a fundraiser for the women's refuge. I feel like a backstabber for having such suspicious thoughts, but they need to be aired. The government created a new law after the Christchurch massacre, quite rightly I might add, when it brought in sweeping changes to New Zealand's gun laws. The police were given new powers and powerful weapons to bear, with greater freedom to act in policing the country. Then, when the country changed to alert level 4, the police were given special powers to act in the interests of the country's health because of the threat of COVID-19. Today, Parliament rushed through a controversial new law that allows the police to enter people's homes without a warrant. The Human Rights Commission raised its concerns and reservations for such a law being put through so swiftly and with little scrutiny. The National Party and ACT were against it, saying that it was an overreach of powers and that the government didn't trust New Zealanders. But with 63 for it and 57 against, the law was very quickly passed. The government said that the new law was necessary for it to continue with the fight against coronavirus. But it should raise alarm bells that this could happen at all in a democratic society. For the police not to need a warrant is a breeding ground for misinterpretation of the law by the lawmen themselves. Ramrodding it through Parliament in lickety-split time, quicker than the gun laws went through when they were being processed, smacks of everything bad that could possibly happen, because the law does not have to justify itself for why it is entering someone's home. Deadly disease or not, this should not sit well with any of us. The coalition government is showing communist tendencies that would go down well in China, North Korea and Russia. It has more in common with Turkey than it realises. Adolf Hitler himself would not have had any objections about it. Why can't New Zealanders see it? The new law was raised because New Zealand is no longer in a state of emergency.
the Māori Council requested that a warrantless search be reported to the relevant Marae Committee, but the law effectively gives the Health Minister, of which Nice Guy Director General Ashley Bloomfield oversees, the right to issue orders for police to enforce any alert level rules that might be broken. This has more in common with a military state, and it has been done during the time that a policeman's daughter is at the helm. Had it been in a novel, it would have looked like an insidious plot to blind the people to the loss of their rights while they were distracted by the threat of a disease that had already been fairly well contained. Reading it in a novel, we would have been able to see that the public trusted that their softly spoken leaders, whom they had all come to know so very well, were only doing what was best for them.